Hello and welcome to another edition of your Insurance Connection Podcast. I'm your host, Grant Finley, and back on the program today is John Sunling. John, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Today I wanted to talk about renter's insurance. It's one of those things that is often overlooked, but it's certainly important. And you know, before I get too deep into the details, I figure I'll let you kind of talk about what exactly renter's insurance is. Well, renter's insurance is very important on, on many different levels. It offers coverage for a few different occurrences. Um, you know, a lot of people think of renter's insurance just for theft of their belongings and so forth, and obviously it does in fact cover that, but there are other components in which um, very important uh, that it will cover as well. So, um, and we can definitely get into some of the specifics. Well, let's, let's just jump right into that then. So what exactly does it cover? You mentioned theft, um, but what are some of the other elements? Some of the other elements that it will in fact cover is personal liability. So, you know, if, if, if something were to happen, a, a dog bites someone, um, it's going to kick in in that regard. Um, obviously, your personal property, you know, theft and so forth we just spoke of. Um, and then again, sewer and drain backup, you know, that, that's also involved. And then, of course, fire. And then one of the most um, unique situations where if there is, in fact, a fire in that building and it is inhabitable, Grant, um, there's a loss of use component that would kick in and that would uh, uh, provide you, you know, living expenses while you, you know, have to obviously live somewhere else until the property is remodeled and so forth. So um, it actually is, is a pretty extensive little plan altogether. And then what about, I know, because this sounds very similar to homeowners, and I know with homeowners, if I had something in my car, I think was the example we used, and my property was stolen out of my car, uh, that would be covered under my homeowners. Is renters similar, where if my personal property is stolen outside of my residence, it's still covered? It is. It actually follows you because we are insuring your personal property in effect. So uh, whether you be on vacation in Paris and your $1,000 camera gets stolen from your backpack or what have you, that in fact would be covered as well. Well, so then how much, I mean, it sounds like it covers a lot. How much does it cost a, a typical person to, to get renter's insurance then? You know, uh, renter's insurance is very, very inexpensive as a whole. And, uh, and obviously that's predicated on, you know, how much coverage, you know, you, you want, your personal effects, how much, and that sort of, uh, that sort of thing. But um, basically it is a very, very inexpensive um, coverage to, to own, uh, you know, across the board. Well, I'm curious then, you know, how should a person, how much insurance should a person carry? Like, how do they value their property? Because, you know, if I'm a young, single guy out of college living in my first apartment, and I don't have, I mean, maybe I bought a sofa off a of Craigslist or something like that that's not worth anything. Am I supposed to be valuing the replacement cost of everything? So if there were a fire and I had to get a new sofa, I had to go out and buy one, it was going to cost, you know, a few hundred dollars as opposed to the... $50 so far I, I bought on the internet like I just I'm curious how much you know people should value their their assets at well people sometimes don't realize how much things add up and how much they add up very quickly the average renter typically owns between 15 and $20,000 in personal property um, 
and uh, you know it, it, they just don't quite realize you know once you start adding up belongings how quickly it, it does add up so um, something along that line of fifteen to twenty thousand dollar renter policy would would really really like I said be you know anywhere from like fifteen to twenty dollars a month so it, it's a very inexpensive plan but very very important as I you know, as we talked about I think it's understood but it probably shouldn't go without being said that if your landlord has insurance your property is not protected by that right so that's that's correct. I mean, some landlords actually require this particular coverage uh, prior to you know you actually you know moving in. So, um, but others um, don't. So it just all depends on on the particular um, situation. But um, you know, so it's it's just no matter how big or small your apartment is, it's a very very wise protection um, you know to look into. All right. So we've talked about some of the advantages of carrying this coverage. Uh, it seems that I think the overvailing or the overwhelming perception is that it's it's not a big deal. I don't have a lot of stuff. It's probably not worth it. But is there an instance where if I don't have it it can really come back to, you know, bite me in the rear end? Oh absolutely. Um, I mean you could perhaps like leave to go to work for, you know, eight or nine hours and forget to blow out a candle, but your adjacent neighbors in fact, do have renter's insurance, and then they are forced to file a claim with their insurance company. Well, they're going to in turn um, seek to cover their damages, and then that's you know who do you think they're going to go after? Of course. So yeah, it's very it's it's very important um, with that in mind as well. So if if I start a fire and I'm responsible and I don't have renter's insurance, then anybody else who's damaged can come after me. Absolutely. That's that doesn't sound fun at all. No, <laughs> and that's why it's just a wise uh, situation too. Because, like I mentioned, it's it's very inexpensive, but very very um, important as well. All right. Well, one of the other big things that I think people generally think is covered, with it's their homeowners or, or whatever, and it turns out it usually isn't, is flood insurance. And so, I'm just going to hazard a guess that renter's insurance is the same way where it might not protect against the flood water from the outside? Not necessarily from a flood. However, it will in fact cover a sewer or a, a drain backup. That is, that is certainly a, a component of, of a typical renter's uh, plan. Um, so, so yeah, flood, uh, not so much a flood, but sewer and, and drain backup. Well, now what about if I'm on the bottom floor, my neighbor's toilet is leaking or something, and it, it seeps through the, through the ceiling, and now it's, it's running down my walls, and now I've got a big water damage problem in my apartment because of the person above me. Is my renter's insurance going to be able to cover that expense, or how does that work? That's a great point. Um, yes, in fact, it would, and as a matter of fact, if something were to happen and a pipe burst and all of your personal effects and belongings were damaged. That's ex again what what it would it would be there for. So, um, yes, absolutely. All right, good information so far, John. I think if anybody was on the fence about whether or not to maybe pull the trigger on this, maybe they will have uh, decided one way or the other. But assuming they haven't decided, what what do they need to do to to get coverage? I'm assuming they can you know give us a call at six three six three nine one. 0700 ask for you and uh, 
they can get set up. Like, what does that look like? Absolutely. It takes minutes. It's a very, like I said, very easy um, policy to put together. And uh, heck, for that matter, I, I'd be happy to, to, to see if, in fact, we could save save some folks some, some more money and, and have a look at their auto, too, and bundle it all up and, and put, a, put a very good uh, comprehensive package together. Wonderful. Well, I think, uh, I mean, renters is, is pretty basic, but certainly, as you've alluded to, is very important. But unless there's any final thoughts from you, I think that might just take care of it for today. Appreciate it. Thanks, Grant. All right. Thank you, John. Your Insurance Connection podcast can be heard on iTunes and Stitcher or by visiting clhins.com forward slash content forward slash podcast. If you like what you've heard, you can support this podcast by rating and or sharing it on your social platforms. CLH Insurance is a trusted choice independent agency servicing Missouri, Kansas, and Illinois. For more information on CLH Insurance, visit clhins.com or call 636-391-0700 to speak with an agent. Until we connect again, thanks for listening.